Welcome, welcome, what up, what's good, what it do, this is Lake Views bringing to you the news that you may or may not choose with, well, the one, the only breaks in lakes. My name is Derek. Hello, and my name is Justice. Hey, welcome back, <laughs> Justice. Hey, we're here again. Indeed, we are, right now. <laughs> More ways than one. I, I suppose so. Yeah. And right now we are sitting down in the studio with the legendary, the honorable, the very talented Big Quarters. What's good, fellas? Hey, hey, Hello. this is Brandon All Day from the Mighty Big Quarters. It's Medium Zach from multiple places. Both our <laughs> last names are Bogason. Yep, correct. We have the same parents. <laughs> I feel like for a lot of years, that's the way we introduce ourselves. <laughs> yeah, no, because people think we're joking. Yep. Oh, um, and everyone says the whole brother bit? Yeah. Yeah, so... um I've told the story in person to many people, but I don't think I've ever told this in an interview that um, one night we got off stage at the turf club and we were standing outside. And um, one of the guys that just saw us perform said, I think it's awesome that a black guy and a Jewish guy can be in a rap group together. <laughs> and I mean, he must not be familiar with many rap groups because I think that's also very common. Yeah. yeah. But um. <laughs> But I was like, no, no, that's my brother. He's like, yeah, I know. That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, no, that's my brother. Like, we have the same parents. And um, he, he wasn't really, like... He still didn't get it. He wasn't catching it. But <laughs> but his um his partner that he was with, um, she kind of just walked him away. <laughs> yeah, at that point. I was going to say, there's really no coming back from that one. But I, I don't know. Either way, it's great to keep it in the family because, you know, you guys have been at it for over 10 years now, going on, what was it, like 15, just professionally? It's true. It's true. Yeah, I mean, it was... We started making it was, music in 99 and oops, started making songs together in 01. That was like our first show. And then we started Big Quarters in 04. And okay. then it was like three years building up to the debut album, Cost okay. of Living. The, so, the debut Big Quarters album, but... There was also an album before that, the EPL and Snakebird album. Not familiar. Featuring early songs from, um, I mean, we had collaborations with members of High Respects. Yeah. We had okay. live band tracks. We had Dessa on the track. Song, yeah. Um, Did we have other rappers? No. I'd have to look at it. I mean, it was, I think it was Big Quarters and Snakebird. Yeah. EPL okay. and Snakebird. Yeah. Snakebird uh, is also Adam Garcia, who's a renowned artist, illustrator, designer. Yeah. He and did the artwork for yeah. Cost of Living, right? Yep. Yep. At Andrew McDonald did the photos, and uh, Adam Garcia did the design and layout. Yeah. So since we're on talking about that album, you guys are celebrating the 10-year anniversary with right. that album. Right, and, right. Uh, with a record release, and you want to... Mention that and yes, yes, talk about that a little bit. <laughs> that so is why we're a, here. It's a record store day, yeah. Release the first big quarters album available on vinyl and yeah. uh, remastered specifically yep. for the vinyl release. Remastered by uh, Huntley Miller, um, from Minneapolis. Uh, done a lot of work locally, but most notably, 
lately he did uh, the mastering on the latest Boney Vare record. Okay. Um, but yeah, amazing. so it was. Uh, yeah, it 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 kind of worked out that ten years ago around record store. Uh, I mean, records record store day is uh, April twenty second, Saturday, this coming Saturday, and um, and cost of living originally did come out end of march in 2007 yeah. so it uh kind of lined up we're like well let's push it right to record store day and do it so take us back to like the cost of living days how how old were you guys like and what was going on about that time what were when, you the, when to- the when the record came out i just turned 23 okay um so that would make brandon 25 16. yeah so when we recorded lou diamond it was about two years before that. Yeah. Hmm. Damn. Okay. So I would have been about 23. Um, basically right out of college. So well, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, same time, you know, it's been like 10 years and this record still seems very relevant, you know, with like topics like uh, land of opportunity. Uh, was it uh, painkillers? Like, all this stuff is still very prevalent. Like, how is it sit for you guys being so close to it and having so much time pass and having to listen again to it? Well, things don't change that quickly. Um, I mean, in terms of politically, um, I mean, there's a long history of, of racism, oppression, social injustice, and uh, it's not going to go away in four years or eight years. It hasn't gone away in many generations. True. Right. I suppose we were just we were sitting right at the end of the Bush era at that time. The album came out, too, I believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So a year later, Obama was elected, yeah. roughly. Damn. Seems <laughs> so long ago, but eh. shit is... Shit's shit. But at the same time, <laughs> that's life, you know? It's 2017. Shit, shit. But yeah, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, you can really look back at this and really admire. And one of the things that I was really curious about is the uh, samples that you guys use. Because, you know, you guys brought in a lot of great works that really just created a lot of great captivating beats. And one of which. Uh, things I'm really looking up is this place called the Root Cellar that you guys credited in the liner notes. Doesn't exist anymore. So what was it? Like, hip us to the Root Cellar. Just a record store. It was on uh, Snelling Avenue, um, you know, Midway, St. Paul area. Uh, And, um, I mean, I was going there. I mean, we were going there, but I, uh, I was 16 and... I mean, some of the records I was getting a sample, I would check out from the downtown library, record them, and return them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Root Cellar had quarter bins. Um, so I was getting records from there, just getting whatever looked cool. And that was kind of some of my early learning. Because, I mean, the way that you learn on what to sample is that you, you know, pick a record based off of some music knowledge you might have or just based off of if the cover looks cool and then, you know, you start to build on that. You be like, oh, I like you know, I like Al Green. Let me find another Al Green, you know, and so you see one and you grab it. Um, But, you know, uh, and I talked, I think I talked about it in the liner notes, but um, that place started to have 
sales they would periodically have sales where their two dollar records which were up a level like the quarter records were on the floor and then there would be shelves standing shelves those would be the two dollar three dollar records and they would have sales where those records would be 50 cents so during those sales i would grab a bunch of records and then that was when my collection got a lot better Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and then as i like moved on in life and started having some having a little bit more money to you know then i could spend a dollar on a record i could spend two dollars on a record but uh yeah i mean our connection our connection to the neighborhood and to midway was in large part due to benzilla being Mm. from the neighborhood and when we were going out on record shopping missions with DJ Tata and Ben Zilla, um, you know, Ben was driving at the time. And he, I mean, we basically um, experienced St. Paul through him because we weren't from St. Paul. Um, our family is mostly in South Minneapolis, East Lake Street, and that's what we were familiar with. So um, Ben was the what would you call it the ambassador Ambassador. still is (laughs) he's the only person really that's on the cost of living is that right for the most part aside from Um, you too as far as production yeah yeah Yeah, so oh and i self-divine is on there too. yeah i self-divine and emmanuel ortiz yep Yep. um known the drummer has a drum solo um and uh my guy greg envy um he plays guitar on sing like this and um yeah, so yeah, I Self Divine is the only featured rapper. Okay. And then Ben has two beats. Brandon yeah. did two beats, and then I did like the other 10, <laughs> something like that. So we weren't really around in the, the hip hop scene here in the cities at all when this came out. What was, uh, you know, what was like popping back then, aside from like the major, the big stuff, obviously? Like, you know what I mean? Well, I guess, I mean, you know, because. Rhyme Series is doing this right now. They got uh, Ali's second record, The Undisputed Truth, yeah. and and yeah, I mean, now that that came up, I was like, yeah, that 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 was happening kind of around the same time. Um, you know, Steph's record just celebrated tenth anniversary. Yeah, yeah, so Audition came mm-hmm. out. Audition, POS's Rhyme Series debut came out not long before it, and. And actually, we've had a few of our releases that either came out around the same time as a POS record or a Dune Tree record. Um, but I mean, that's just you know, I guess the case with like everybody all of working. Us. Yeah, yeah, ev- everybody's kind of around the same time. Um, Audition when Audition came out, um, he put Lou Diamond on uh, his meat tape. Yeah, I remember the meat tapes. Yeah, so <laughs> that was, that was a good look. And that was part of, I mean, a series of big quarters appearances on compilations and mixtapes that really brought our name to to people outside of Minnesota. Okay. It, I don't know. It doesn't seem like compilations like that have the same strength as they used to. I think it's possible, but yeah. not I mean, something I've seen recently. Well, it just it, it exists in different ways. Formats, like, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it it exists in the SoundCloud playlist and yeah. mm-hmm. you know the curated and co-signed, sponsored, viral, uh, GIF, whatever. You yep. throw all those words together. That's, it's, 
That's the, the, new the version Twitter of that. pages and the blogs. Internet jargon. Yeah. Tumblr. <laughs> My mixtape is a Tumblr. There's your next album right there. <laughs> but yeah, one thing that I do uh, like looking at, you know, with the ever changing time and formats with, you know, hip hop and, you know, just the business of it all. Uh, I like looking back to your song, How Do You Kill Your Rap Career, you know, with I Self Divine. And now, 10 years later, is there anything that you guys would add to the list? <laughs> of things that would, that you could yeah. use to kill your rap career? Ah. Uh... I mean, I'll say I think, and I said it in the song, I mean, the most important thing is being consistent. Mm. Um, that's not how to kill your rap career. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's it was... That's to sustain yourself. In the song, we were saying everything that was the opposite of what yeah. you should do. Um, so don't be consistent. Right. Yeah, be lazy. I think I said something to that effect in the song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a, a good way is to maybe change your voice and style every song so people mm. don't know who they're listening to that one different names yeah you, you did change yeah name. every project change your name <laughs> and uh and uh only i mean that could be a niche though that could work you know yeah you everything that after. could ruin <laughs> it could kill your career could also work um <laughs> I mean, shout out uh, DJ Payne One. Mm-hmm. You know, you should spam your favorite producer on Facebook <laughs> for, and tell them you're gonna make them famous if you rap on one of his songs. Yep. <laughs> you're bound yeah. to end your rap career quickly. before it starts. Yeah, before it starts, you will not be moving out, out of your mom's house uh, so, with rap. One thing that has always boggled me is why why do rappers is that a do play this? on our last name? No, it was not. <laughs> let, let me tell your listeners. What last, boggles? The, the last name is Bogason. We it, didn't say that already. No, well, I mean, yeah, we, but I I'm saying guys. I just want to talk about a pronunciation. Thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's yeah. a place yeah. name. People. It's a place name that um, is derived from a farm on a hill. That's what Bogusin that's what the origin of Bogason comes from. Yeah, in Norway. In Norway, that's our father's last name. Yeah, and his father's last name. Right. Before him, yeah. So a lot of people say Baggison, yeah. And and if anybody pronounces it right upon meeting them with like just cool, calm confidence, then they are from the town that our dad grew up in. <laughs> yeah, I think in my head I, I would always say like Bogosian or something like that. <laughs> but anyways, bring it back. <laughs> yeah. you, said, you said boggled. Yeah, what bog? There's a let's try to boggle the Bogosans. There you go. Um, <laughs> So it what, sounds like a cool like family movie. Yeah. Or or a, or a, or a game. Maybe that could be your next album. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so you guys have been around long enough to know that rappers rap over their vocal tracks live. Why do they do that? You know, like why do they think that's okay? Because sometimes they don't have the instrumentals to their songs mm-hmm. and they show up at a place where they may not have brought the tracks and the DJ might only have the vocal version. I mean, that's one reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess like everything, you know, cause when we got started, we got started as DJs and beat makers. And then we're like, but we also rap for fun. And then we got yeah. given a show. So, I mean, we are already like on the technical side and we're like, 
okay, let's, we're going to have our stuff together and, and bring it. And when we got into teaching and mentoring, we just tried to share that same information. I think, I think part reason why people do it is that, you know, where, where are the, the people to, you know, tell a young person who's coming up to not do that? Yeah. You know, it's, you I think there's, there's a little bit of uh rather than older people complaining about people doing that or, you know, people in the crowd complaining, like, why don't you let them know that there's a different way or a better way to go yeah. about it? Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's also a whole nother thing where it's like, by doing that, people can do a song that they barely know yeah. and that they just made. And I mean, it's, it's a whole different, like type of work ethic it's i think the 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 time that we came up in it was like since making a record wasn't that easy that you it was really important to have a solid live show shout out to ice self divine in the background just popped in the podcast what up shaka you didn't know that he was on the instrumentals Is, the, is that the instrumental version? Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, he's instrumental to the song, so yeah, you got to keep right, him there. Right, right, <laughs> Label's messing up. Who, someone at the label. We'll call them tomorrow. <laughs> See, I, maybe this joke didn't carry over, but we are the label, so we messed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, going off that, you know, one thing I've been finding a lot more within, uh, you know, just hip-hop today... Uh, you know, with the future mask off challenge, you know, everyone's trying to figure out how do they can incorporate flute back into their beats. And being that you guys were ahead of the game 10 years, do you feel like you guys are owed a little bit of a just do on that? No, I think, uh, I mean, I'm sure people have been doing flutes and songs for a long time, but yeah. I mean, one of my favorite songs when it came out was Flute, Flute Loop by Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. Yeah. Was that Blues, it? Is Blues Project? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. No, I, I, I don't know. I don't listen to a ton of stuff, and my wife usually keeps me up to date. I'm more the newer rap, but someone else was telling me that, saying the same thing to me uh, just recently. Like, you guys were ahead on the flute beats. I was like, no, there's always, <laughs> there's always flute beats. Yeah. So. One of my favorite flute beats from around the scene in the past couple of years is the Cream Dreams beat. Yeah. Uh, Greg Reese? Yeah. Right, right. That was oh, definitely man. banging. Yes, yes. But of course, you know all about that. You know, you're in the studio. You're helping mix and master everyone's projects, including Greg Grease, uh, Zulu Zulu. And just like pretty much like any given day, you got someone like you're working with. So yeah, what's new? What's upcoming for people that want to know what to know? I don't know. I don't know what all I can talk about yet. I mean, it's mostly mostly top secret, secret secrets. Yeah. The the top know. secrets go straight to Instagram. Basically, when <laughs> Zach can talk about it, it's on Instagram. Right, right. Yeah. When it's medium me. Zach. Yeah. On Instagram. Um. That's where the the studio shots are, and the uh, um and you can see some of the people that he's working with in the studio. Yeah, we wanted to compliment you on your uh, Instagram and Snapchat gamer. Oh, as yeah. far as I can tell, you're very good at it. 
Um, I mean, I guess for the listeners, you're talking about Beat Story. Beat Story, and then just your general. Oh, like, just Snapchat. my general like pictures of my son. Yeah, and, like videos. I feel like you take the Snapchat more. You 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 always take it one step further, in like creativity. I think. Oh well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's that's Zach's voice. I mean, you're getting it straight from the source. Yeah. So when we're big quarters and we make a song, everything's a compromise. Uh, well, yeah, just going off a couple things here. You know, you guys, as you're saying earlier, are very dedicated in volunteering and making sure that you're, you know, a positive influence for kids coming up today. I know, Brent, Brandon, you're working at a place of hope right now. And, yo, like, what have you guys... Uh, uh, how have you been able to incorporate hip hop for upcoming generations of kids, man? I mean, the youth work that we've been doing has been something we've been doing for as long as we've been making music. Um, Practically, yeah. I got Im- I got involved working with youth when I was twenty, so I was about four, four or five years into making music, and then I got a job in an after school program, and so this was '04. And at this at this point, it was like music was pretty serious for me, but we also weren't in that deep. So I guess a part of like making cost of living was also me kind of realizing that, you know, coming into youth work, realizing I enjoyed it. It, it, it was meaningful for me to be able to try to teach a middle schooler how to make a beat, how to write a song, like seeing that spark made me realize that that was something important and and i mean i guess the other reason why it felt natural was we were coming i was coming into the scene rather young so everybody i was meeting was five to ten years older than me and they weren't jerks Mm -hmm. so i just it made me realize that that um you know we're here to support up-and-comers um next generation whatever um but yeah, I think uh, right right before working with youth, I probably had lost perspective of that age entirely as far as being like a, you know, a middle schooler. And then and so I didn't really care about music on the radio or I just I, I guess I was I was a bit more selfish. And once I saw everything through their eyes, it um, just yeah, it um it changed changed things for me so that was a little bit uh, along with brandon's encouragement to find to mine more of my own personal stories like i was also you know being aware that we had a platform and that you know it was our duty to have a stronger message in our in our music i think one of the i'm um one of the themes to what we do with big quarters and i think it it's across everything we do i mean whether it's um the workshops or or the music um the last song on cost of living is called sing like this mm-hmm. and it was about just making our voice heard and and encouraging others and encouraging family members and friends to um to however they choose to make their voice heard because um we all have a unique experience and nobody's gonna listen to me rap and say oh i relate 100 percent to everything brandon says um i mean my experience i've um i've lived 
you know, we originally are from Schaumburg, Illinois, but we didn't have family there. Our family's from South Minneapolis and also Clearwater County, northern Minnesota. Um, so we've lived in suburban, rural, inner city areas all growing up. So not a lot of people have that experience. And, um, you know, my mother's Mexican-American. Um, my dad's Norwegian-American. Um, and I've met, you know, maybe two other people that are in my life that are Mexican. So, you know, there's not anybody that has that experience. Nobody hears my rapping is like, what? I'm Mexican and Norwegian, too. <laughs> no, but there's other things that they relate to, whether that's just right. being a brown person in the Midwest, in Minnesota, being multiracial, um, you know, or loving sample based beats. Um, we just try to present ourselves honestly Um and if if somebody relates to a small piece of that, then that's that's like the cherry on top. And um, I, I wholeheartedly believe that and, and want um, want people to to share feel like they should can share themselves honestly in whatever they do, whether it's music or illustration or storytelling or any other you know outlet. Right. And you guys definitely have shown that throughout the years, too. And, uh, you know, with the resurrection of Last of the Record Buyers, too, that's another outlet. That's really cool. Right, right. Um, yeah, because Last of the Record Buyers started by Brandon Day and Kevin Beecham in 07. I think it was the fall of 07. Um, it's uh, for hip-hop producers and those who love them. Um it's kind of like a producer's open mic and or it's also sort of like a live music production event or it's also kind of like a hip-hop producers inside the actor's studio because it also has roots as a battle at scribble jam as the hip-hop producer battle at scribble jam yeah in cincinnati that was that was how it started um but yeah it ran monthly for five years two years at the dinky towner and three years at fifth element um it's been a showcase that we've hosted and curated at soundset uh coming up on its eighth time and yeah this as it's been continuing at soundset um really wanted to bring back the monthly is just a matter of having the time but just wanted to be able to check back in with what's happening in the production community. And I mean, just in from just from like the, the, the five years that it ran monthly and then the continuing, it's like there's a lot of different um, there's different generations of producers that have yeah. been around in, in the time. So, you know, uh, you know, when it when it got started, you know, you had POS, Big Cats, Laserbeak, Rocky. Uh, PC, you know, OD, multiple people, and then when we got to bring it to Fifth Element as an all ages thing, that was when you know you got to see a 16 year old Bobby Raps, yeah, um, you know, sh- sharing his his beats and oh man, and I mean, there's and there's so many, so there's you know now those guys are you know in their mid-20s or early to mid-20s and that's cool that rocky and bobby raps both did last of the record buyers and then then they have both producing for kendrick lamar at some point 
Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, damn. Big, big damn. things. Big things indeed. Yeah. I'm proud of proud of all all those guys. Yeah. And you know, since we're talking about last the record buyers, yo, what can people expect from uh, this year's uh, sound set? Last the record buyers edition. Or is um, that under wraps still? Slightly under wraps. Mm, okay. But uh, I mean, as far as what we can show, uh, t- say that it's it's a live production event. So um, you'll see uh, people sharing beats in a performance in their in their performance element. You know, so you might see some NPCs. You might see some SP404s. You might see some laptops. And then whatever th- Slow Sly Love does. <laughs> well, he's, he's not going to be there. Yeah, he's in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, we aim to have different producers every year. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's that's the goal. It's like as as much as we can. It's we're trying to we're we're always keeping a list. We're checking it twice, and uh, and we're you know we're always trying to keep our eye out for new people. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's definitely that happening. But we uh um we got. Lena Fornia and uh, Astronautica from the LA beat scene um, coming out to perform in the showcase. And then we also have Illingsworth out of Detroit um, coming out too. So that, those those are three people that are on the official bill for the podcast listeners. I held up three fingers. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Well, dope. Yeah, I haven't heard of any of those guys, but hell, the dude you guys brought out last year with the two NPCs, like, that dude was nuts. Like, who was that guy? Either way, <laughs> yo, if you're out at Soundset, definitely check it out. It's something to see and appreciate, especially if you are looking for more adventurous beats and, as well as some up-and-coming talent. But yeah, just uh, bringing it home here, um, yeah, uh, what's some things you guys got coming up outside of uh, the re-release of Costa Living? Um, I don't know. I was I was thinking about this, and and I think <clears throat> gonna, we're gonna keep it a mystery. Okay, we'll keep keep things under wraps. We have a uh, we have music available on Spotify, Apple Music. Yeah. Um, I released a chat book. Yeah, that's right. Uh, featuring a lot of a lot of my writing that spans all of Big Quarter's work. It's called Chicano Futurist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a good read. Like, hell, going down the list, you find a lot of favorite cuts from some of your favorite songs in there. Like, remember, I was going through the first time. I was like, "Oh shit! All right, this is this is dope. I can actually like rap genius this shit." <laughs> so, that's what's up. Zach's doing beat story every Wednesday. Yeah, um, right. We love that. <laughs> I think it, it's Thanks. an extension of of what we've done with Zip Disc Break, an extension of what we we're doing with Fan Feud. Um, so BQ direct is yeah. another way that I, I don't know if you guys know about what that is. BQ direct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like fall of 08, we started a subscription service called BQ direct where every fifth of the month we released five songs oh. for, for $5 and people were able to PayPal us. Um, and, uh, so it lit a fire under us. Be, um, to make music every month and that became like kind of a, the real deal boot camp for us getting all of our own stuff done is um you know i would be in charge of kind of the recording mixing and mastering brandon would be doing the art and 
uh, sending it out. Were these like album tracks or are they beats? Yeah, so a lot of it was kind of the original versions of our second and third album. So the second album, those songs were not changed at all. Yeah. Pretty much. Hmm. Um, Third album, they got changed a lot. (laughs) But, um, But yeah, so I mean, we did BQ Direct for almost three and a half years. Do you remember? I think... I don't know. I mean, it's it's over 36 Jeez. issues. So there was... Um, How many people did you guys send that out to? I mean, it, it was it was a small community yeah. of people. It was, you know, kind of a small, like, dedicated, like, listenership. But, I mean, you know, at the, at the time, and, 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 do, it, and it fluctuated, too. Um, but it I was, mean, I mean, at the time, it was like, you know, without touring... You know, it, it's safe to say that, you know, a lot of people aren't making money off of music in a month. So this was a thing where it was like, we make our songs, you know, people are supporting yeah. this, whatever. But yeah, I mean, it was. It preceded the subscription services. Yeah, yeah like Patreon. That are going on now. Yeah, so. But yeah, what was it, like 160 some tracks Wow. that we had released? And. Yeah. Huh. So there's, there's some deep cuts. So like. You know, because we ended it a few years back so that we could focus more energy on, like, reaching more people and, and whatever. But so, I mean, it didn't it, it hasn't made sense to, like, try to start releasing that stuff more publicly. But, you know, I think we'll uh, like I know that because the, the formula for those songs would be like two big quarter songs, maybe a solo song an instrumental and then and then a song featuring another artist so anytime i was working with someone i would option it right away be like hey uh the song with freeze let's let's put it in there this song with uh monque i mean basically any of uh a lot of a lot of my collaborations were sort of born in in that okay um and uh and but then also things that also things that i had sitting around so there's a lot of stuff in there that no one has gotten kind of yeah. here aside from the subscribers. So which I think that's pretty special, especially for the subscribers. Yeah, and it's good to keep that under wraps. But yeah, and <laughs> yeah, that was and, the intention. Yeah, and, and 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 you know the incentive. I mean, for us, it's like we are getting to create music and then put songs towards projects, and if anything came out. That from the subscription, we would send those copies directly to the subscribers. Okay, yeah. Um, so now what Zach's doing with Beat Story is in I that same vein. Deadline, yeah, you know? yeah. So it's like anybody could tune in. It's you know absolutely free, but but it's just you. But yeah, so for me, it's like every week I have, a, you know, for the Lake Views listeners, Beat Story hashtag Beat Story. You can watch it at uh, Medium Zach Instagram or uh, Snapchat. Every Wednesday, um, I detail, uh, I outline and detail the making of a beat. So every week, I make a new beat. It's really Wednesday. tying together all of our our interests and uh, and Zach's skills in terms of making a beat but also tying in an educational element, showing yeah. mm-hmm. the process of making it. And, um, I mean, our love, our love for beats. Like, um, 
I mean, just like what we do with Last Record Buyers, we do it because we love it. Um, we're privileged to have a platform um, either to share with other producers or, or to share like Zach sharing his process. So we're, um, I mean, we're honored and thankful to be able to keep doing it. And we're thankful you guys are still doing it. Come on, man. Just looking at what the record is now from what it was then, it's still banging probably better than half of the shit out here. So, yo, keep it up. Definitely looking forward to more of what you guys got coming up. And right before I let you guys go, I know we came in here joking about it, but, yo, how long till your wives start rapping? I think um, my daughter will start rapping before my wife starts (laughs) rapping. Yeah, you I, can't, I can't even get my wife to make a beat. So my wife's definitely <laughs> not not going to. I mean, my answer to this really was that uh, my wife's the one with the real job. Is that, that's why she's not <laughs> making she's not beats. Rap. She's not going to rap. You uh, said you were saying that she keeps you up to date on the new stuff coming she, out. Yeah, now? she she does more of the she, as she like she she prefers the. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, know. <laughs> uh, that's cool, though. <laughs> Hey, you need that grounding. It definitely keeps you up to date and keeps your foot in there. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I like to. She, she I mean, she works with 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 youth or, or around around youth, and so she has younger people put her up on stuff, and then you know she'll get put up on stuff. But I mean, through the internet, it's a lot easier to yeah. kind of sort of pay attention to everything at the same time, not participate in it at all. You know. Shout out to the the media. <laughs> yes, the yeah. media. <laughs> yes, indeed. But you got, did you shout out yourself in that? You're I the mean, media. yeah, it's you guys are the media too. in there a little bit in some ways. We're in a corner somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. But yo, any last minute things you guys want to add in for? Let you guys go. Yeah, I mean, um, so I was saying my my daughter. Yeah, and her rap. Yeah, her rap game is. is so we're talking about Instagram. My Instagram is Brandon all day. Um, that's uh there's some video of of my my daughter how old your daughter right now she's three my son's one um zach's son is one yeah and my son my son is one and three fourths that's true my son's about to be two he's like a a medium two yeah (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) so yeah they'll be they'll be rapping in no time that's gonna be pretty cool do you think though they're really gonna rap or? Oh yeah, for sure. They'll yeah. be making beats for sure. Cool. Making. I don't know about. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I mean, have uh, with with my with being my son's father. I I'm sure I'm gonna rub off on him in some way. Yeah. That he'll end up doing something creative. So, you know, I just focus on trying to make him enjoy music. Get him to beat on things <laughs> get them to learn how to beatbox get them to to laugh a lot so it's one of those things is gonna land i think it's similar to our approach with our education work i mean when we do songwriting music production workshops it's not with the intention of turning anybody into a rapper or a producer right. but just expose them to something i think it's part of a well-rounded experience to to try different things and you know, if they love it, that's great. If they don't love it, you know, right. at least they tried it. So we were saying, I think it was about the wives, is that um, there's like a people outside of 
hip hop. They don't want to be rappers. <laughs> like it's not their. That's what you were saying. Earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's cool to expose them, but not force it upon them. Yeah, I see that in in some of our youth work too. Um, I was te- teaching entrepreneurship for a while um, through an organization called Megazine Communications, and, and I was teaching entrepreneurship to high school students in in three different high schools in South Minneapolis. And I think some of the administrators were expecting that oh all all the teenagers want to be rappers right so this is great that you're coming in and teaching entrepreneurship and helping them make a business plan and it only turned out that you know a couple out of hundreds the hundreds that i worked with in in three years um you know only you know i could count on one hand the number of uh of people i worked with that wanted to be a rapper or wanted to do music at all so that's fine yeah there's a lot of other ways to hopefully they applied that business stuff to something else in their life yeah i mean i found that my experience in music and music business really translated to a lot of other things in terms of small business very cool yeah i mean not not everyone's uh it's an interesting thing to think about because i mean for us when we got into music it was like naturally we wanted to share it naturally we you know figured out other ways to you know i mean when we coming up in minneapolis in early 2000s it was just like it was around us like people are making records they're doing shows so there's an obvious track to Mm -hmm. to do something so it's just like great we could tie in some level of a job with something that we love not but i mean i i had pretty low expectations of that i just i just wanted to make the best music that i could make and um you know gain some respect of my peers but you know uh but I mean, no, it, it's it's not for everybody to take something that they love and turn it into a job. Yeah. You know, I think. And, uh, you know, there's ups and downs to that. It's, you know, I think on my side where everything that I do is related to, to music, it's kind of nice to think it's it's a fun daydream to think like, oh, maybe if I just like, you know, made ice cream. And then came home at night and made beats at night or whatever. But I'm, uh, no, I'm quite happy and content and thrilled with uh, the way my music work is is going right now. Um, I guess before we signed out, I wanted to, I don't know how clearly we stated as far as why we're here. Um, (laughs) Because we did this twice. Yeah. but uh yeah april 22nd 2017 get that big quarters cost of living 10th anniversary edition double lp gatefold original artwork 180 gram vinyl that means it's heavier it means it's gonna last a a radioactive blast it's about to pop off that record will survive it's thick it's thick and it's lit (laughs) <laughs> so yo has your music ever been described as lit before i'll, I'll tell you this <laughs> i did get to document this in a tweet once but 
Um, I'm an adjunct instructor at McNally Smith College of Music. Um, so I teach a couple classes there around hip hop music and audio production. And in one of my classes, I said that I was half Mexican and Norwegian. And my students said, that's lit. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. Yeah. That is flame, though. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just thought it was funny that it was like he said it under his breath in the back. <laughs> He's like, "That's lit." <laughs> oh damn, the kid's getting an A. <laughs> but yo, but yeah, thanks guys for stopping through, yeah, telling us what's so up. Definitely go check out the record as well as the whole catalog. Oh yeah, and of course keep your eyes and ears open because they're always working. So you already know you can get it at bigquarters.com. Also, you could get a flashlight vinyl, Jaime's, Fifth Element, and Electric Fetus. Are you guys doing any special like outings on Record Store Day? I might try to bring my son over to Jaime's because there's going to be some live music. Yeah, but trying to go I don't know. Yeah, week, to... Weekends are very family-oriented for me, so it's a toss-up. Cool. Well, family's always good, though. So. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you yeah. for having us. Yeah. Thank you for the blue mic. <laughs> what we do. Yeah. But yo, we'll be right back with more Lake Views right after this. Lake Views, the media you choose, whether you do. I, was, I don't even did, know what I say. Did, oh, you, you didn't write that intro down? No, I never write my <laughs> shit down. I just say whatever the hell's on my mind. I want to see if I can do one. You're tuned in to Lake Views, the booze <laughs> cruise, whether you choose, don't lose or snooze on the dudes. Alright, don't use that. Don't use that. <laughs> it rhymed though. That's all that matters. Swimming in the sea of women sweating. The temps are high 97. We drank it, then we crank it to 11. Melting steel, how I feel with my jet fuel sweat. Keep it trill as my teal, I ain't cool off yet. I wake up drunk sometimes, but that's okay. I give a fuck sometimes, but not today. Don't look me in my eyes, I got my shades. I might look out my mind, but I feel great, I feel great. Can't stop, won't stop like I rock with Jay-Z. Or the young guns, but I need large lump sums that they pay me. But I'm way G. A young player's got his own dreams. Plus, it's a revolution, baby. Celebrate like crazy. Pop champagne while we campaigning. On a plane, misbehaving just for training. If you just broke up with your lady, quit complaining. Get into it, the music is the solution, like it's sailing. Say cheese. Ah. 
I wake up drunk sometimes, but that's okay. That's okay. I give a fuck sometimes, but not today. Nah, not today. Don't look me in my eyes. I got my shades. I got my shades. I might look out my mind, but I feel great. I feel great. Hey, what's up now? Can't stop, won't stop now. What's up now? Pow, pow, pow. Is it retrograde? I've been feeling off me. Is it retrograde? I've been feeling off me. Arizona in my ride Is you I Well here's a lie 
Just lock my crib with something nice And when it's time, I'm out of time Sweet life, low window riding down 35 Just park my car to hit you back and it's a sign I got it right And when you pin that pony up then it's a night Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. We are back here on Lake Views. You already know. Don't snooze. Because, yo, we just got done hearing a little bit of a mini Minnesota mix. A mini, mini mix. As, you know, we had to, you know, highlight a couple tracks that came out this last week. And that last one there came from Taylor J, who's back Ooh. on his game. In fact, he's killing it with the song Homicide. Shout out to Two Times Kush on the beat there. Damn. Indeed. We also heard some Kaz with his already summertime-themed album, Arizona. It's something that you can just, you know, crack open a, a bottle of Arizona to and just sip it straight, you know. Yeah, it's what's nice and smooth. What's that guy's name? Uh, Kaz, K-A-S. Oh, interesting. I have not heard of him before. Yeah, he's been doing his thing out here for a minute, so shout out to Do. And of course, shout out to Ness Knight, as we also heard her new song, Retrograde, on there before that as well. And starting off that mini, mini mix, we had to bring it back to Axel Foley with the song My Shades off of his new EP called Adventures in the Sauce, entirely pr- produced by Professor, And it was actually yeah. released on Easter you know, for some that were kind of waiting on Kendrick to drop a, a second uh, secret album. May not have happened, but at least you had an Easter Spun Day where Axel released that seven-track project where it That's opens right. and closed with uh, Big Zach. Just, you know, being Big Zach. So, shout out to Dude. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. We got another mini, mini mix coming up here. I get, I like that. I do, too. I think we can keep going with that. I think we can rock with a mini, mini mix. Yeah. It's a mini mini mix, like Vinny Vinny Vici. There, there you go. And of of course, shout out to uh, Big Quarters for joining us on the first half of the podcast here. Indeed, ultimate dudes for real, for sure. Man, everything they got—they're just a treasure trove of knowledge and history, and, and history, and just straight up good guys. Shout out mm-hmm. to them. But right now, let's talk about things you can look forward to outside of that new record being uh, dropped on Record Store Day, and you know. Since today is uh, a holiday to some, right? You know, it's a day to really celebrate and get festive. So, if you decide to leave the house and are comfortable leaving the house without any paranoid fears or concerns, you know, there's going to be a nice, safe space going down at Honey tonight. It's called Roll Up 420, celebrating the holiday with a lot of great uh, talent down there, all hosted by Pilot Johnny. Shout out to the squad. And when else you're also talking about the squad, you also got DJ Low in the mix as well, as well as Baby Ghost. And performing, you'll have Will Robinson, Radio Ali, Nate Millions, Cashy, Thad Hill, the Jet Boys. Shout out to them, especially. Vinny Crooks, Softcore Porn, and so much more. So that's all happening tonight at Honey. So that's going to be a hell of a night. It's going to be lit. In more ways than you know. (laughs) So, yo, that's what's up. But tomorrow, a lot of great things are happening as well. If you're out in St. Cloud, Carnage the Executioner is continuing on with his Minnesota Mean Tour Part 4 as he's going to be joined by Distant Strangers, Casual, Cloud City Boys, and Mankato's own Intelligent Design is going to be joining them out in St. Cloud at the Keller Bar in the red carpet. Shout out to Intelligent Design. Indeed, he dropped a nice track this last week here, too. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to Dude. And if that's not your steez, you'd like to get out to the cities, hey, it's all good because Dima Cash is going to be having his The Last Profit release show happening at the Lumberyard Friday as well with a little help from Nate Millions, Saeed Brown, Big Wiz, and Dom Millie also in the mix helping, you know, 
Dima Cash really get down. So shout out to him. And, you know, definitely going to have to talk to him real quick because I've been looking forward to this project for a minute. But if you want to really get turned up for, well, for cheap, you got right. Bobby Raps doing his possibly album release show out at the Amsterdam as part of the Red Bull Sound Select show as he is going to be joined by Maxo Cream and Izel Pyramid tomorrow night at the Amsterdam. And being that it is a Red Bull show, it's only $5 as long as you RSVP and you can get in there and enjoy all the sights and sounds and get a first-hand glimpse of this new mysterious project called Mark. So, yo, shout out to Bobby. He be working. Yes, he is. Indeed. But, yo, since we're talking about Friday, you know, Izel Pyramid has been a dude that's been doing his thing out here for a minute, whether you realize it or not. And if you try to look him up, I guarantee you you're going to find probably three things. His Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter. And they don't really say a whole lot about him, but... You only find the three songs he's got out now, and that includes the joint that he had on Bobby Raps and Corbin's Couch Potato EP, where he uh, did the song "Blame It on the" or "Blame It on the Internet." And so, you know what? Since he's on the show, and yo, he's from around the way. I think he's a dude you need to know. So we had to check in ourselves, and so yo, this is an interview that we did with Izil over last weekend. But before we get into that, why don't we get you reacquainted with his gem off of that Catch Potato EP. This is Blame It On The Internet right here on Lake Views. You're better than the internet
first, you know, you're going to be opening up for the homie Bobby on Friday for the Red Bull Sound Select show, and also... Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you think the show's going to be like? And for those that haven't seen your performance, how would you describe it? It's going to be a party, man. It's going to be it's going to be a, 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 a family occasion. Um, you know, Bobby's... That's, that's my brother, so it's... And I don't know, our, our music's pretty different, but also very similar at the same time we both kind of uh tend to just like be really really uh we're both really sensitive people and so that that kind of comes through we just like translate it in different ways when we make our music and uh so it's 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 a, it's a lot of lot of emotion um a lot of lot of talking about you know a lot of uh big questions big concepts um yeah, and, and I'm just I'm excited to see how how people uh, resonate with it. That's what's up, and you know, like you're saying, it definitely goes back to uh, the oh man. I'm spacing on the tape that Corbin and Bobby put out uh, last year that you were featured on. Yeah, yeah. The blame it on the internet just shows how seamlessly you guys kind of fall in the same vein, where you guys can basically like take something that's a really large question and just you know bring it down to a level that everyone can really digest a little easier and at the same time feel a little bit so but another thing about that too is you know you're a very elusive uh mysterious character on the internet right now like you don't really have a whole lot out there about you but you pop up and you just kind of kill it so what's up with the mystique man um you know I, i'm not even gonna lie man that that comes a lot i'm, I'm, I'm super inspired i'm 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 a, I'm a weekend fan Okay. Um, like he, the the whole way that he came out and, um, everything that he did in that way, like, you know, having s such little presence online other than the music, um, that shit just like when I was, you know, I was like 18 when that shit came out and I was just like, damn, this is the fucking coolest way you could ever push it out. Cause everybody was just like, so, uh, interested in everything you know and it's i feel like you know the music would have spoke for itself whether or not he would have you know put his face out there right away but it's like the fact that he withheld that was just like so dope because we live in such like a stunt society where everybody you know it's like everybody wants their props for everything that they do and it's like everybody wants you know their face to be attached to something that's deemed successful or dope and it's like to kind of like forego that for the sake of the art is like, that's something that's really beautiful to me. And I kind of hope that I, I wish that he would have kept it going. Like I, I, I definitely, um, you know, liked it better when he was like, you know, low key, no pictures of himself, wasn't really like out here like that. And I, I kind of want to do that. Um, my, whole career if i can stay as as outside of it um as i can and and disassociate from my face and and who i actually am as a person because that and the music that i make are two <laughs> totally different things understandable let the music speak for itself and at the same time also yeah. with your personal life is kind of separate from yeah. the art which definitely kind of overtakes that at sometimes you ever found yourself in a position where, you know, you found you were getting compromised? Like someone recognized you off the street, like, oh, my God, you're Izo Pyramid? Oh, I mean, yeah, it happens all the time. I'm not very... <laughs> the mask is, like, like a lot of people know. A lot of people in Minneapolis 
especially know who I am. Yeah. Um, and I got to make a little more. <laughs> uh, I got to make a better mask so people can't see exactly who I am on stage. But um, it, you know, and that that it doesn't really bug me. But it's like not as, like because uh, I don't have the resources and like the 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 support really to like do like the weekend thing or like a Daft Punk thing like. Right. That's it's just really a lot of work to like keep yourself completely concealed, but it's like I want to I want to keep it to the bare minimum, you know. Right. So I've never I've never really felt you know like oh shit they know, but I I, I do try to you know like I keep my personal Facebook separate from my artist page and my SoundCloud page because like I just don't want them to link because uh, I'll just I won't ever be as big as the music you know the ideas and the, and the shit that i talk about in my songs that is way bigger than the person that i am and i feel like i don't know anytime that you try to live up to that music you're gonna fall short right and then people look at that too and be like damn i was expected to be like seven feet tall and like have like yeah a voice of like just gold and everything he says is like a found proverb and reality is <laughs> just not not like that so, nah, I get that, dude. That's definitely, that's impressive, though. And the same time, uh, the mask you had on, was it Tuesday? That shit was pretty good. Like, that alone was enough yeah. to make people be like, all right, I get where he's coming from. He's going to be able to sing and do all this stuff. Same time, it definitely covers up enough. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, you know, it's, I, I just want to, uh... and the other thing is, um, there's just a lot of people involved in the music that I make. Like I work with a bunch of different producers and, um, they would just work so hard and without them, I wouldn't be able to do what I do and they support me so much. So it's like for me to just act like, and I know I could just come out and say this shit, but it's like, I, it's all one thing. You know, it's not just me. So anything I can do to like put the focus on on them as well, and on people that do my artwork and and all every, anybody who's ever helped me out, because it's like that is that is Isel Pyramid. You know, those people they are Isel Pyramid too. It's not just me. Nah, that's what's up. A lot of people kind of get that mixed up too, and like thinking, yo, I did this, yada yada yada. It's like, nah, you had a shit ton of help on the way up. Yeah, dude. And if you're not really, you know, clear about giving people their props, a lot of people can get kind of lost in that, in that fray. And I want to, you know, I want to give, give everybody, make sure everybody gets the attention that they deserve. Most stuff, man. Ego will kill anybody. That's for sure. Yeah. The other reason is like, you know, Bobby and, and, and Corbin, you know, like they put me on so hard, like they support my shit, you know, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to, make music the way that I do without them. So I didn't want people to just, and people had seen me, you know, just like without the mask and w with them. And I didn't want people to just be like, oh, that's just their homie that right. he's putting on. You know, I want people to like, it's like, they're not fucking with me because we're friends. They're fucking with me because I make cool shit. Right. And like, that's, yeah. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to just be like, oh, that's just their dude. They're just plugging him because he's the only. 
Yeah, but at the same time, though, you know, you got to help out those around you. But, no, you've actually put in a lot of work, a lot more than most people out here. So, dude, keep it up. Like, you've only put out, like, three songs officially, but shit. All three of those are amazing. Like, come on, you got Thank you, man. Prime Cut on there? Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, that's what I'm saying. It's like I'm, I'm working with some of the best out. So, it's like I got to gotta give them their just due. take it back one time like how did you link up with uh bobby corbin and everybody man like how'd you start oh man uh me and bobby have known each other for like seven years yeah uh and and we i linked up with bobby uh fucking with audio perm because um, uh I, I didn't know bobby like when i was in high school but after i graduated that was when audio perm kind of really started like picking up and uh me and Bobby and Big Dylan and Yakub would just always be kicking it at uh Dylan's house. And me and Bob just you know, became really good friends. And I I, I always I was always kinda, you know, trying to 'cause I wasn't I was like I was like the red man to Wu Tang of Audio Perm. Like I wasn't an official right. member, but like I was at every fucking show, like I repped for them motherfuckers like super hard and they were all my homeboys. But um yeah, me and Dylan and Bobby and Yakub spent a lot of time together at uh at um at Dylan's house. And then um a couple years after Audio Perm kind of started losing a little steam. Um me I don't I I think I just I just yeah, I just went over to the studio one day. I went over to Bob's studio over Riverside one day with him and Dylan and um we actually started working on 
a little project. And that was when I kind of like, I went in there and I was like, all right, I'm going to show Bobby what I can do. Cause I kind of been like in the lab on some low key shit, just like practicing and like getting better and writing songs. And, uh, so I, I came in and we did it. We did a track and Bobby was like, damn, bro. I didn't even know you had it like that. And I was like, you know, you know, I've been trying to do my little thing. And ever since then, that was probably, that was four years ago, I think three, four years ago. And, uh, ever since then we just been best of friends. And, uh, that's how I met Corbin. I met Corbin over at that studio. Um, and then, and then Cy, I, 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 I talked to Cy like during all the audio print stuff. Cause they used to play some shows together and shit, but we didn't know each other super well, but yeah, within the last like three, four years. So I met, I met everybody through Bobby. Man. That's what I love. The family though, especially when you know, like one dude and then just kind of show that love to him and then just blows up into everything and blossoms out, man. That's the way it should be done. Yeah, man. And I mean, Bobby is really, Bobby's just, he's just such an amazing, uh, facilitator for everything. Like without Bob, there's no standard. There's no him and him and spooky cuts. There's no, um, and I mean, it, 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 like the space that he has over Northeast, he's just opened it up to anybody who is fucking kicking dope shit. And, um, his, he's just been, a really, you know, powerful presence in bringing people together and making sure people, you know, have the resources that they need to do well. And, uh, yeah, so a lot of thanks, a lot of thanks goes to him. Most of man, low-key legend out of here, man. Come on, you got yeah. a song of the weekend, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, what was your first impression when you heard the news on that, being that your weekend? Oh, right? man, um... You know, to be, uh, all right, I, and I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to preface this with like, like I am like the biggest weekend stand ever. Like okay. I fuck with, like that's my fucking nigga. That, that's my dude. Um, but Bobby, I, there's an, a, there's a original version of that song and there's the vocalist who was on the chorus of, um, sidewalks with the weekend had a whole verse and I actually like, Bobby made that, I don't know, when he, he probably made that two years ago, I think, when the original song was first made. And, uh, like, I don't know. I, I, I fuck with The Weeknd so hard that it's like I, I have trouble, like, saying that he does anything wrong. But, like, I actually like the original version better. I like what the original vocalist uh, did with it a little better. But, I mean, when it, he, t- you know, when he hit me up and he was like, nah, it's actually happening, I was I'm mind blown, man, mind blown. Like, he, I... I I don't know. And I, you know, him introduced me to Doc and everything like that. It's just been, it's just been a fucking trip, dude. Cause I was 18, like banging that shit in my bedroom. Like this is the most fire shit I've ever heard. And now I'm in somewhat of a proximity and Bob's working with him and you know, Doc is the guy. So it's, it's just beautiful. Yeah. Man, that is what's up. Man, when you have two people you really look up to in the same spot, different levels, man, that's, that's what's up. And yeah. I, like, what was the original vocalist like? Was it the same, like, falsetto type stuff? Or just like, no, dude, it was, more, like, like, super powerful, soulful vocal. Like, that, that chorus on there, uh, um, oh, man, I'm trying to, I'm blanking on how yeah. it goes. I know exactly. But it's, it's like, it's like, it's not the, it's not like the weekend style at all. But it, it's just a di- different different style, and I felt like it, it just went with the it, it went with the instrumental a little better. Okay, all right. Well, at the same time though, 
like you're saying, the weekend. Can't really knock him too much because just no. I mean, he shit. still killed it. He yeah. fucking no. He, he he put his thing down, but it's that time. You know, you know when it comes yeah. to apples and oranges. You know, sometimes that apple looks a little sweeter. Yeah, exactly. You know, along those same lines. Yo, what do you got working on, man? Like, you still got the three tracks out there, and you're doing all this stuff, man. Like, you dropping anything soon? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm working on a EP right now with my youngest sibling. Five five tracks, um, and we're just. I just like sent the tracks in to get mastered. Um, they're all mixed up, and so we're just kind of putting bells and whistles on it right now, getting our work together and everything. Um, but it's called Priestcraft. Mm. Um, yeah, the five tracks, and it's just kind of. The first, because, um, you know, the three songs I have out, I love those songs. But uh, they're all kind of, um, kind of more ideas, you know. They're not, they're not like, I mean, One You is like a full jam, you know, like that's a that's a real actual song. But uh, Absence and Blade on the Internet, they're kind of like, just, you know, little like examples of, of, of like what those songs could have really been if we would have, you know, kept going on them or expounded upon the shit that I was talking about in them, which I don't have any problem with. I actually, I, I love just kind of like putting little, you know, just like tasting menu type shit out for people to fuck with. Um, but this one uh, is the first time that I actually just got down and actually uh, kind of started working with songwriting and, 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 and structure and made, you know, Full songs. Like I don't think there's a song on there that's under four minutes. Ooh. So it's 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 I'm I'm, I'm really proud of it. I'm I, I think you know because that's that's something that Bobby actually always like kind of uh, motivated me with. He's like, dude, you have the best ideas, but like we got to be coming with songs. Like we need full tracks. Like it can't just be this little. You know, it's like you can do amazing vocal work and and have a dope dope beat, but it's like unless it's a fully formed idea that people can, you know, interact with, it's not going to be something that you can stand on. Mm. And so I just, you know, within the past, like, year or so, I've just been really, uh, really motivated to start just, like, sitting down when I get in the lab and actually, like, making a whole song right then and there. And not, you know, saying, oh, let's, let's, okay, we got this idea down, let's come back to it later. Like, nah, like this we're gonna we're gonna bang this out tonight and then we can you know keep fine-tuning it but we're gonna get everything laid down right now well damn if you got to get it out man you got to get it out but shit that sounds amazing priestcraft you said priestcraft yep yeah man that's what's up like i don't know what that means yet but i already know it's gonna be some dope shit (laughs) priestcraft is just like the the doings and goings-ons of a priest and I don't want to necessarily attach myself to like being a priest or or um, any like religion, but uh, you know I think I think that every artist is you know if you if you've made the commitment to share your truth and and what you have to say with the world like you are a wizard you are a priest you are a alchemist like you're bringing something that wouldn't exist without your lens into the world like that's that's you're changing your your surroundings um, based on your experience. So 
so that's that's kind of where that concept comes from is it's like i'm i'm not i'm not happy with with the way the world is i'm not happy with you know the things that i read about the things that i watch um all of the all of just the climate so the only thing that i can do you know i don't i don't really believe in violence i don't i don't believe in in you know i'm not i'm not a confrontational person uh, and that's not to say that if, if, you know, like I'll defend myself and I will, I will, um, defend the people that I care about, but, you know, path of least resistance. Um, so the only way that I can really like change that I see that I can change my environment is through expressing what, what it is that, that is inside of me, you know, that love and that, and that, and that compassion and, and the, and the, and the, the hope for change that's inside of me. And, 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 you know, I just hope that that, that can sneak into somebody else's, you know, cerebral cortex and, and change the way that they see themselves and they see their lives. And that's, that's magic. You know, like that's magic to me. If, if, if one person, if three people, if a hundred people can be affected in some way by something that comes from my heart and my soul, that's, I mean, if that's not magic, then I don't know what is. Well said, man. Damn. Like, I never really put the two and two, like the wizards and priests together, and especially the whole ascetic to, you know, actually developing change because of, you know, all the scandals that have come out of the church in a while. But you're absolutely right, though. Like, if you can affect the world in a positive light, no matter what it is, fuck, do it. We need yeah. something, if anything. So, well, yeah, don't want to take up too much of your time, man, but you got anything else you want to add in on this before we let you go? No man, just uh, it, I don't. I'm I'm gonna try to get the EP out by the 21st by the show, but um, that might not happen. But just you know, uh, keep a lookout. Keep a lookout within the next within the next month, month and a half. That should be hitting the hitting the digital platform. Oh man, bet. Awesome. Thank you so much, bro. Want you live, want you like, want you love, want you fight for. Why you live, why you like, why you love, why you fight for? Why you live, why you like, why you love, why you fight for? Why you live, why you like, why you love, why you fight for? Why you live, why you like, why you love, why you fight for? Why you live, why you like, why you love, why you fight for? Why you live, why you like, why you love, why you fight for? Why you live, why you like, why you love, why you fight for? Simple isn't always easy And this world is so hard Don't let their words tear us apart I'm not afraid to take the plunge off the mountain Off the roof, the tippy top of everything For everyone to save the world To make the choice, red or blue, good or bad Bear the way, gain the strength it takes to survive in this place Cause I might die in this day Ain't got no time to waste I'll bleed, I'll cry for I'll bleed, I'll cry for Want you live, want you like, want you love, want you fight for Want you live, want you like, want you love, want you fight for when you live, when you like, when you love, when you fight for. When you live, when you like, when you love, when you fight for. When you live, when you like, when you love, when you fight for. 
There you go. That was Isel Pyramid. As we heard his latest song, One You, produced by Bobby Raps. As you know, we heard a little bit from him, just figuring out, you know, what he's got coming up. And of course, keep your eyes and ears out for, you know, that new project that he's got coming out. Man, it's it's gonna be some. And of course, we also heard Absence in there as well, produced by Prime Cut and well, the homie uh, Simon. So, yo, shout out, dude. He's on the rise. Cut, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. Eisel's, he's he's on the low making some classics. So, yo, keep your eyes and ears open and check him out Friday night with Bobby Raps and Max O'Cream out at, well, the Amsterdam for the Red Bull Sound Select show. You know, you may hear some stuff you haven't heard before. And in fact, find out more from this masked musician. So, yo, yeah, I'm excited to check him out. Yeah, so I'm. Uh, what was it last week out at uh, the greenhouse? Yeah, and it was it was a very dope show, but it was very misleading because it was right before Show Me the Body and Dream Crusher. So yeah, then that was really odd for you. Then they like turned the yeah, on. like it started off with Andrew Broder and then Isel Pyramid and Boo Boo, and it's like very dreamy, very powerful, like emotional, like weekend shit. And then turn out the lights, and it's a fucking punk show. Yeah, it's like. Then they have like well, a strobe light too or something? Yeah. After uh, you know, Dream Crusher got done screaming at everybody, but yo, it's it was definitely uh it was it was like walking into a trap. It's like when the lights went out, like, uh oh. It's I'm, like a panic room. No, it was more or less like, Oh, okay, okay, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get live, we're gonna get lit, and next thing you know, it's like <laughs> Well, this took a sharp left turn. Yeah. But I realized I need to go to more punk shows. So, yeah. I do enjoy punk shows. We were, I mean, it's sort of punk. It was actually kind of a hardcore band, but we were just talking uh, during the break about this band. Well, we don't really talk about Well, I guess they, yeah, they are. I I would say they're more hardcore than They're definitely a hardcore band. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, Show Me the Body. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Definitely a lot more hardcore. But of course, check them out. You should. I bet I would like it. Yeah. uh, Pitchfork did a thing on them. It's got Denzel Curry on the project. Um, Some other cats on there from the hip hop persuasion. So, yo, I checked them out a couple times. I really didn't know what I was getting into. Yeah. And then afterwards, I was like, all right, I'm going to give it another fair shake. And it became a little bit more pronounced to me. So Interesting. Yeah. 
But, yo, we got a lot of other great things we got to fill you in on right before we let you go. And, you know, Saturday is Record Store Day. And as you heard earlier, yes, Big Quarter is going to be dropping their Costa Living album, the 10-year anniversary vinyl edition. Going to be coming out as part of Record Store Day. And, you know, there's a lot of great things happening on Record Store Day. Fifth Element alone you're going to have a lot of great in-studios from uh, DJ Keezy, Destiny Roberts, DJ Just9, uh, Nazim and Spencer Joels, yep. all happening Saturday at Fifth Element during the day. And then over the Electric Fetus, you got Flip, Monica LaPlante, and Sims is also going to be holding it down over there. So, yep. yo, shout out to them and uh, a lot of great vendors over there. And There's a lot of stuff going on throughout the city as well basically any record store they have uh, something going on Jaime's they have a block party going on no okay. taking a look at the lineup there's not any south side act or not there's a lot of south side acts but there's not a lot of hip hop acts okay but still hell of a good time yeah we got black market brass blind shake charlie parr and uh whatchamacallit <laughs> rena delsid they're all there i uh i know most it. of them and i'm actually pretty impressed with myself yeah so that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. And Byerly Brothers having a lot of great things over there, you were saying. Barely Brothers, yeah. Barely, yeah. They got the fucking suburbs at, at their store. Word? Yeah. Dudes. The 99ers, the suburbs. The suburbs are playing at 3 p.m. at Barely Brothers. Okay. If you uh, want to get down there. And uh, Radio K, they got their shit going on at Dead Media. Um, some dope bands are playing there. Kitten Forever is playing. Ahem and the Florists. And shout out to Devada Don, who's going to be doing a DJ set there, too. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. But, yo, if you are done with your records and you want to get out for the night, a lot of great options. Yeah. One of which, My Parents' Basement, celebrating their two-year anniversary show going down the caboose. Squad. Squad. Shout out to Low. And, of course, on that one, you got Lowe doing his thing. You got Baby Ghost. You got Drelly. You got Lady Midnight. You got Ty. Man, you don't even know what's coming up. Hell, I don't even know what they got planned half the time. But either huh. way, you already know it's going to be a time. So, yo, shout out to them. But if that ain't your scene, you know, Coast to Coast Live is going to be having their uh, artist uh, talent competition happen over at the Red Sea Saturday night as well. So if you're trying to get on, like, big mixtape circuit yo it might be that might be your shot so yeah. yo go check it out always a fun time in you know competing while you're on the west bank you can uh, go check out the cedar cultural center for femi fatale uh really dope show actually dj keezy lydia liza and ava all playing the same show together yet i've never heard of femi fatale well that's the is that femme fatale femme fatale it's like the the series you know what i mean oh they're word, not a word, word. i was like I have never yeah. heard of that band. Good yeah. luck finding Iris is also playing that, but good luck finding out who that is. Yeah, no, I, I've heard of that band. I think they're good, but I don't know too much about them. But damn, DJ Keezy, Lydia, Liza, and Ava—that'd be a good show to check out on the West Bank. I would say so. What else is going on? But yeah, if you were not having all that because it is Prince Weekend, the Purple Weekend, and That's Saturday right. is the sadly the one-year anniversary of his untimely passing in the physical. 
You know, everyone's going to be getting physical and getting wild this weekend out at First Avenue, Paisley Park. A lot of great uh, festivities happening, and one of which that I'm super psyched for is the late night dance parties that's going to be happening at First Ave. For anyone that was out last year, right after his passing, First Ave did unprecedented matter of opening up the main room everywhere, just basically for an all-night dance party commemorating the life and legacy of prince yeah like the block the whole block basically that actually sold out for saturday fuck yeah from 4 p.m until whenever yeah that sold out so yeah i'm surprised or i mean i'm not surprised and it sucks they're selling tickets to that in a way it does but same time if you look at last year like when that shit happened like come on it wasn't even enough room to party like i got there at like three in the morning and it looked like it was a fucking war zone yeah like it was just trash everywhere. They People would have to sell tickets drunk to it. And it. It's what it is. But yo, if you're you trying still to, probably have a good time down there that night. I'm saying, like Saturday night's the night I'm planning to get out there. Hopefully, you know, uh, I know a lot of great people on that. I think Keezy's holding it down over there. A lot of other great DJs as well, uh, especially from the hip hop side of things. Yes. And so, yo, I'm always appreciative when I hear you know a little bit of crossover and the influence of Prince into everything that is happening out here with the current movement. So I'm just saying, Saturday night may be the best night, in my opinion. Yeah, I think But so. if outside of Paisley Park, because yeah. they, they're going to have a huge celebration all weekend long as well. But of course, a lot of Prince activities. I'm not going to get into all of them because we don't have enough time for it. But yo, get out mm. there. At least listen to Purple Rain once. I just uh, got really sad thinking about prince it is sad but it's been a year yeah so i don't know i feel like there's been more pressing matters that have come out without a doubt it still lingers though i think it definitely does but i don't know me personally i've had a shit week so i know I yeah everyone everyone's going through their own shit but of course shout out to the family and friends of prince that you know really just still still trying to get through the day by day Right. As they're still trying to sort that shit out. But, yo, if you are also trying to get out and about this week, one thing I'm really looking for, and it also comes from another iconic figure in music, Biggie Day is happening Tuesday out at Honey, yeah. put on by the Pledge Empire, as they are actually taking an entire night to celebrate, you know, everything that we love about Big. Come on, they're going to be bringing out everything from the bad boy days, the shiny suit era. You're going to have the Lil' Kim, the 112, all that good shit just bumping from all night long with DJ Airman Heat, really just bringing it back to, you know, what it used to be. Like back when, you know, when I think Sed said it best, uh, making, you know, the dope dealers dance again. Mm. So. Yo, shout out to him. Shout out to Pledge. It's definitely going to be a time. I know Sounds I'm going like to be out there. But There's another couple shows going on on Tuesday. Do you have one more? I was just going to say 26 Bats. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Sarah White and Tony the Scribe were opening up. Indeed, indeed. Tony cut his hair, I think. He did. Yeah. saw that. So, Damn. yo, shout out Tony. Yeah. Looks good. I am very, very excited for this show. Uh, I'm a giant 26 Bats fan. They're, I think they've put out some really interesting music i'm really excited for their release show i have not heard of one. Oh damn um well you should come to me come to the show with me i think because i'll probably go all right well i think you'll i'm be definitely going to honey that's for sure oh yeah because i gotta be in there for sure i get that gotta I represent you know i know but 
also before I forget, you know, 26 Bats, you got K-Radio on there too. No, that's no? a different show. Different show? Yeah, 26 Bats and K-Radio are playing a show together um, in May. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. It's like, that's not right. That's at the Turf Club in May. All Nick right. Jordan, K-Radio, 26 Bats, yeah. and uh, Radio Church. So, yo. That's going to be a good show too. Maybe you'll get to see 26 Bats then. I'll see them then. And uh, on Wednesday, it's the Feels, a night of alignment featuring Sassy Black. Yeah, the uh, satisfaction, you yeah. say? Formerly, we think. I'm gonna, that's what she's been billed as, as formerly of the satisfaction. Okay. But either way, dope. I'm excited to see her. And speaking of K-Radio, she is opening up on the Feels. She, her and a poet named uh, Joe Davis are opening up for this, uh, Sassy Black. Okay, okay. I'm really excited about that because K-Radio is one of my favorites for sure. Absolutely. And, yo, is there anyone else on that bill that you can speak of? Because I know there's like always like a whole bunch of cats. And uh, no, they slimmed down the lineups now because, well, they have, well, DJ Miss Brit is going to be DJing most of the night. Of course. Yeah. Shout out to Brit. Yes, exactly. And I think um, they advertise it as and more. So I don't know who will be on this next one. All right. Well, should be a good time. I'm going to be there for sure. Yeah. Ice House Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, CMJ's New Age album release party is also on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Going down at Honey. Another good lineup. Just always a good lineup. We got CMJ, obviously, releasing his new album. Ray Gordo and Cat Fox, along with Five Second Rule and DJ Add a Track. Man, I might be over there, honestly. Yeah, if I didn't have to go to Ice House, I'd, I could maybe go to that one too. Indeed. But of course, right before we finish up the week, I forgot about Sunday night. Oh. You no, know, there's also going to be the Uju release party. And of course, if you don't know, it's uh, pretty much this new, like, I would say, like, uh, kind of like EDM hip hop fusion. Okay. Yeah, crew. I, I know. Uh, a lot of great people in that one there and then of course they're going to be playing new music from their new projects and of course you got Baby Ghost in the lineup, you got Flex Zone Chill Harmonic which is Avante and Fib and a lot oh. of great people out there as well doing some uh, local dance that and some like pop ups yeah, it's a RSVP and for location so who really knows where it's at all I know is it's a place you probably want to be yeah, so just yep. a little bit of a prequel into Thursday. We'll we'll talk about Thursday on next week's podcast. But Lib's got a show at Honey, mm-hmm. and also Dwanell Roland has got a show at Seventh Street on Thursday. We'll get into that later on, though. Yeah, I'm hoping to have the night off so I can wander about the city. Yeah, so, that'd yeah. be good. That'd be definitely a good night to take off. I'm hoping so. Yeah, because yo, both shows gonna be killer. Alright, so this next song that you're going to hear is the first song off our mini, mini mix. You can check out, uh, you know, in River, in, uh, you can check it out, our uh, song selection in the show notes. And, yo, let's, we have to start off this set with, you know, a dude that's not local, but it is produced by a local producer that we have featured on the show multiple times. He goes by the name of P-Soul, but... Yeah. Just the other day, he made huge news by producing for Eric Cancion, ex yeah. Estancion. 
Yeah. This young dude who's been talking all this shit left and right, calling out Drake for being a fake Rasta, really <laughs> just putting people on blast and just being like this new uh fiery upstart. Right. And so, yo, actually hopped on a track with Peace Soul, man, you already know Peace Soul's price just went up, people. So yeah, yo, get to know him. Peace Soul on the track. Indeed. But this track right here. It's called Slipknot, and it's not what you think it is. So <laughs> why don't we just slip right on out? And, of course, tune in next week for another edition of Lake Views. Peace. Deuce. Television, this ain't Telemundo. You ain't Trump, alright. You can't get the front seat unless you pay or you play me, alright. These days I've been alright. Being had the foresight. Treat me like I don't got the tea, I don't got the heat, I don't got the chill. Never do I chill, but the chills been here. Feeling like you ain't cashmere. Say that you get cash, yeah. Then bring the cash here. You ain't never paid me, nah. You ain't never played me, nah. Control a real boy like a keyboard Hack your mainframe, deny the motherboard Take it slow on your hoverboard You ain't got the drive, you ain't got the mind Fertile minds, get this surfboard Take this surf slow, catch this wave Better catch this wave Trying to surf the net, talk about fish and sea Swim with sharks, you'll lose your neck Upload the video, watch it on Vizio Nothing more than cameo That's your type, watch your type Falling for the fuckery Who gon' take the streets when them sharks is at your stripes, uh Get it right, nigga, get it right Better get it right, is you that nigga online, offline? Get it right, better get it right Nigga, get it right, is you that nigga online, offline?
My nigga, we too cold. Rich to a too big. My nigga, we sumo. Feeling like Giannis. Feel like Africa finest. Blood dripping in diamonds. Forever we shining. Onto Takupo. It ain't hard to say, right? Cause it's just a name, right? So get my fucking name right. And Seeker, that's the government. But it's still motherfuck the government. Still waiting on the mothership. Cause the whole world on some other shit. Executive orders. Trying to take out the borders. Better slide in the VMs. Before they try to deport her. Integration, that's imminent. I'm the son of immigrants. Nigerian, that's true black. But I'm too American to move back. And I'm too black in my home now. Too brown for my hometown. Too much soul work to Motown. We need Motowns like the Wolves. Need leadership like the Bulls. And we see them strings getting pulled. But the band waiting getting fooled. Cause the whole city making moves. Got the juice, hundred proof. Pushing Bishop off the roof. Ever since I've been the truth. Son of God, son of Zeus. Static shock, Pikachu. Beat the eyes, beat your ass, beat the case. Punch a Nazi in the face. Going harder in the paint. On the way to being great. Just a young bug coming up live. Onto the Kubo. My nigga, we too cold. Rich to a too big. My nigga, we sumo. Feeling like Giannis. Feel like Africa finest. Blood dripping in diamonds. Forever we shining. Onto the Kubo. My nigga, we too cold. Rich to a too big. My nigga, we sumo. Feeling like Giannis. Feel like Africa finest. Blood dripping in diamonds. Forever we shining. Light as it gets. Stand on my ex, you know what I rep. What Stephen can say. I'm whipping the legs, you know I'm a flex. Boy, we the best. Taking our rising just like a jet. They know we a threat. Ambitious mind never settle for less. Coming straight from the LI. We bench warmers can't ball on me. They don't know who the hell I be. Play haters can't front on me. Came in the game with the key. Squad D wanna parlay with the freaks. Youngry, my niggas is grinding the E. Sky in the bubble, they water their feet. Feeling like Giannis. Putting life in this game like it's needed. A Heimlich. You know that we timeless. Royalty, you can call me your highness. They cannot deny this. The touch is so golden, sort of like Midas. Attack like a virus. Seeing, believing, so open your iris. I feel like a giant. I'm swinging my sword, I'm more like a tyrant. So don't even try it. We post it up and these shots keep firing. Real talk, I'm a lion. Flow divine, all praises. They know that we grindin', we all stars and it's all about timing. I'm just a Kubo, my nigga we too cold Rich to a too big, my nigga we sumo Feeling like Giannis, feel like Africa finest Blood dripping in diamonds, forever we shining. I'm just a Kubo, my nigga we too cold Rich to a too big, my nigga we sumo Feeling like Giannis, feel like Africa finest Blood dripping in diamonds Forever we shining Nah, I won't be dead, misled in head, I never break, uh 
Lost in the pessimistic state of perception It's been harder participating Natural instances and due to my history I don't know what's next for me But keep my composure for over anyone next to me If Dean Detriment told me love was for negligent Motherfuckers I can't seem to keep aware in they head I'm not self-aware, I'm misled I'm a hypocrite like the rest I would kill myself if it benefit all of my fucking friends I'm sorry mama if I detest my worth, I'll show you heaven on this earth So if alive or in the dirt, I swear to God, you'll be my first priority Before the hurt, that means for better or for worse, I said I didn't mean to fucking hurt you If I detest my worth, I'll show you heaven on this earth So if alive or in the dirt, I swear to God, you'll be my first priority Before the hurt, that means for better or for worse, I said Won't fall, my nigga, I slip not, uh Won't fall, my nigga, I slip not, uh won't fall, my nigga, I slip not I won't be dead, misled in head, I never break uh. Won't fall, my nigga, I slip not uh. Won't fall, my nigga, I slip not uh. Won't fall, my nigga, I slip not I won't be dead, misled in head, I never break uh. Through the soulless pit, I never slip I get a grip, my mind drift To a place where the devil lives My soul rise to a sky made of abyss With the evidence that I made with the elements Fuck your settlement, let's settle this now We turn it down, we make these incredible sounds You cherishing now The pain that was never announced We singing it out, they look around confused Like they ain't figure it out oh, yeah.